Welcome to season three of the Student Leadership Podcast. We believe you were created to make a difference. So we want to equip you to lead your generation in whatever setting you find yourself in. So whether it's your high school, middle school, college campus, or anywhere in between, we want to help you point others to Jesus. What is going on, everybody, and welcome to the Student Leadership Podcast. I'm Jordan, and I'm joined by... Caleb. Caleb didn't know your name. Bro, take another <laughs> sip of that coffee. All right. There it is. All right, as Caleb's slugging that down, I want to introduce... No, not this, bro. <laughs> Come on. I want to introduce our guest. We are here joined by Ryan McDermott. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, guys? Dude. Excited to be on with you. Students, you can't see him, but he's dripped out head to toe, looking fresh, got a nice background, and such a professional microphone. Oh, he, has a, he has a better studio than <laughs> we a do, real life podcaster. He really he is. Ryan, tell, tell students what you do so they're a little acquainted with you. Yeah, yeah. I look after kids, students, and young adults ministry at Christ Fellowship Church in South Florida. And I've uh, been on staff here for just over 12 years, student ministry for 17. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Man, from it's awesome. fr- like a whole gambit, a whole array of ministry you're overseeing. Is that right? It's a blast. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Figuring it out. I trying to survive. Can, I guess that's good because no matter who's listening, it's like, Ryan's probably got you, bro. Like he's, you know, he's, he's with you right now. <laughs> oh, All right. Gosh. So Ryan, we want to get to know our guests a little bit. It's always fun. Just ask them a kind of a random question. So um, I'm going to let you flex a little bit or, or maybe not. It's okay. I want to know the most famous person you've ever met or interacted with and what came up, like, how did you get to that point? Did you just run Batman. into him? Batman. Uh, I met Christian Bale one no time. Way. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends when you're born who you think Batman is, but That's Christian true. Bale, I, I met. I thought it was and, a uh, real Batman for a second. I was like, <laughs> no way. Yeah, I wish. But uh, yeah, like random ski shop in Park City, Utah, like walking down the street and he was in there and I was like, you're Batman. <laughs> it was amazing. Did he say I'm Batman? <laughs> he did in that like low gruff voice and that was it. Did you get like a picture? I was going to literally the end of our conversation. Nope. No. <laughs> yes, I, I just like that. stopped in my tracks like you're Batman and that was it. Oh man. Oh. I actually respect that. He probably appreciated that too. Yes. Like I'm just, Leave he's looking for a, a beanie or, or something like that. He's yeah. not ready to take pictures with some yeah. rando that he meets. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, <laughs> Ryan, not that you're a rando, but. Yeah, no, but we, all, we all are too. We're all yeah. randos. Yeah. It would, have, it would have been if he was like, you're Ryan McDermott. <laughs> yes. yes, <laughs> That would have been interesting. Yeah. All right, Ryan, we gather student leaders here. Um, these are student leaders in middle school, high school, college age students that are trying to make a difference for Jesus on their yeah, campus. So we want to equip yep. them with something good. Talk to us about a leadership principle or a principle for our student leaders today. Oh, gosh. Well, one of the things that I've been thinking about, we work with our student student leaders a lot on is just the combination of humility and uh, confidence. And I think mm. uh, both of those words are incredibly important, uh, but they're often like misdefined or we, we don't often understand them. I think uh, sometimes we confuse confidence with arrogance um, and in reality, there's this beautiful relationship between humility and confidence. And if we can figure out how to walk that line, I believe that our leadership 
has so much more weight and significance if we can figure out how to be both humble and confident. Um, and so something I've been thinking about a lot, we've been like, I've been reading scripture a lot around that idea and just sharing with our student leaders of like, what does it actually look like to be both humble and confident? Okay. Do you see that anywhere in scripture where you can, cause that line is hard to, I mean, hard yeah. to walk. Do you see that anywhere in scripture? I, I see it a lot of different places. I mean, I think obviously we know the Lord honors humility, mm-hmm. right? We also know, um, like even just from practical experience, like people are drawn to confidence. People want to follow someone who is confident. And if you're insecure, that that doesn't make for great leadership, right? So um, I was thinking about, a lot about like the life of Moses, you know, in the mm. book of Numbers, it talks about how Moses was like the most humble man on the planet, which is like, I'm assuming second only to Jesus, you know, like, yeah. but that's a pretty high compliment. Yes. Um, you know, and so I think about like the beginning of Moses's journey, like when he's first called and his insecurity of like, Lord, I don't like you got the wrong guy. Yeah. I don't know if I can do this. Um, and that's not humility. That's insecurity. Right. Yes. So the Lord speaks to him and he's like, no, like I've already given you everything you need. What's in your hand? That whole like we could talk about that quite a bit. Um, but then we see Moses like kind of the life of his leadership really marked by this confidence in who God is and what he's been called to do. And um and actually, like there's a moment in Moses's life where I would say that really crosses into arrogance. Hmm. In fact, it's probably the reason that he's not able to enter the promised land with the people, right? Because he's received this instruction for the Lord to, to get the water, but instead he doesn't do it the way that the Lord instruct him to do it. He, he strikes the rock and kind of does it in his own strength and his own power. And the Lord's like, mm not anymore, you know, like, so, um, so Moses has this moment where he really crosses into arrogance and it costs him something. But I think that there's a really, um, an incredible thing that happens when we can learn to be humble, like, uh, that that's not about us. It's not our own strength. It's not our own ability. It's not our education. It's not our experience. It's not any of those mm-hmm. things. Like it's actually just the, the Lord in us. But at the same time, the Lord in us makes me confident yeah. and I am sure and I'm steadfast and I'm, you know, like, I know where we're going. I know what we're about. I know what we're doing. Um, but man, I, I, making sure that that doesn't cross into arrogance. Cause I do think like, man, as the Lord starts to use you and like significant things are happening and you're leading in, in big ways or whatever that looks like. I mean, we've all seen a lot of leaders that crossed into arrogance yeah. uh, and it costs us something. Mm-hmm. And so trying to figure out how to walk that line. Like I think about the life of Jesus, right? Like obviously incredibly humble. Yeah. Uh, and yet like, man, not, never crosses into insecurity, Mm -hmm. never crosses into arrogance. Like there is this, there is this way forward in leadership where we can be both humble and confident. And I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I think I definitely, uh, even struggle with that now. Right. And sometimes there's that line of like, I, I know that I'm potentially really good at this one thing that I do when it applies to my gifting and my calling and my leadership, but I don't want to be so overconfident and sometimes get into arrogance and pridefulness. And so then there's that, like that mental game back and forth, maybe, uh, that people are struggling with and that young leaders are maybe struggling with too. Um, so what are some things that a student can look for maybe in their own leadership journey, 
about how like, okay, I, I, I did this or I reacted this way. And maybe that was the arrogance coming out or maybe yeah. I was being, maybe I think I was being humble, but really I was just being insecure and deflecting. What are some of those key right. things that a student can see and maybe that's start good. to, to change or grow in? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's a, a great question because I think sometimes when we are insecurity, like one of the ways that we try to overcome that is we just like kind of manufacture this confidence. We, we, we like, <laughs> oh, we're overly confident to try to make up for our own insecurities. Uh, I think it does come down to like in large part, just like understanding who you are in Christ. Like, and the more we understand who, our identity in Christ, the more we understand who God has made us to be, the more we see ourselves from his perspective. Like we know that the, all of those insecurities begin, you know, in light of our identity to, to fade away. That's a, I'm still trying to figure that out. Sure. You guys are too. That takes time, but I do think that's the biggest thing, right? Like your identity is not a leader. Your identity is not as a student, your identity, you're like who you are in Christ, child of God, understanding what God says about you. I think it starts there. Um, and so insecurity, I think is, is, something we all deal with and is sometimes easier to recognize than the other side of that. It's like, man, I I do think there's a lot of times in my leadership where I look back and I go, Oh, that was pride, you know? Mm. Um, and I, I think anytime you think like, man, your way is the only way. Okay. That's, that's pride. You know, like anytime that you're unwilling to listen to people and to hear from their perspective, like that's, Okay. That's pride. You know? Mm. So I think if there's one thing that I could like go back and tell myself as I was like starting my, my journey in leadership is like, you you actually don't know everything (laughs) that would have been like earth shattering for me. So I think the fact that like you as a student leader are listening to this podcast and you're trying to grow and be teachable and put yourself in that position. I mean, conversations like this and so many like it will keep you in a position of not becoming prideful or overly confident because man, if we have that posture of a learner, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, be prideful. So that's always a great position to take. I I agree. I think, I think for me, at least it's very easy to look back as you even mentioned, be like, Oh, that was pride. Like after I already, you know, threw the thing (laughs) or, you know, after someone was like, yeah, they're not coming back because what you said, it's like, oh man, that was pride. Um, Or, or even look back on seasons of my life and be like, oh, I was leading out of insecurity, which as you mentioned, leads me to pride. Or I just was insecure and didn't grab, grab it by the, you know, grab the bull by the horns because I was afraid. So, Hmm. okay. I don't just want to spend my whole life looking back and be like, oh man, you hate to see it. I missed it there and there. How can we live in the moment? And, and not let ourselves cross over that line. And I know there's no silver bullets to this, but what are some ways that have worked for you or your team or students you've seen to, to live in the moment and, and work out that weird balance, not always having to look back. Yeah, no, that's so good. I I think the more I am prepared spiritually, you know, like obviously that's always sets me up better for success, but I think, you know, um, the times where like, and if it's like, man, I have decisions to make or I have meetings to go to or events to run or whatever, like your leadership looks like, I think not forsaking the spiritual preparation of that time. Um, especially if those moments are like highly stressful, I don't know about you guys, probably just me, but like in, in high stress moments, like that's when I'm going to be 
a jerk, <laughs> that's when I'm going to like cross into pride and go like, this is the only way, right? Because uh, my, my solution to this problem that is stressing me out right now, there's no other way to do it. So just different things like that. So if I, if I make sure that I'm spiritually prepared for that moment, that event, that conversation, it's going to allow me to be more gracious, more humble in the moment. And uh, so that's one like way of preparation, I think. Um, And then I think just like we've kind of already said, but just, you know, really being a student leading through questions is a great way to like manage your own pride. And, uh, you know, because like you're seeking to understand versus to, you know, how to just get your way across. And so leading through questions is another great kind of practical thing. But I don't know. What do you think? Like, well, I, I, I love that answer. Can I ask you a follow-up question to what you just said? Yeah. Just before, before, because first of all, we're bringing you on, Ryan. You come on, you're the homie. <laughs> you're the expert here. here. Come on, yeah, yes. from you guys. Well, well, okay. So I, I hear all that, and I'm like, okay, that's good. And and I want to get back to like the the reason you brought this whole conversation up. How do you think this helps students? lead better, lead their schools better. Because I think, I think if I'm not careful, I can find myself thinking like, like just kind of moralistically, like don't be prideful, be a better person. This this is wrong and this is right. And so do it. But remember, Mm -hmm. we're bringing them here for, to be the best leader they can be. So how do you think this helps them to lead their schools, their campus ministries, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great question. Uh, well, for one thing, like uh, the point of our leadership, no matter what environment you, you're leading in, is to uh, is to point people to the example of Christ, right? To, to be a, an image bearer of the Lord and to model for people um, what Christ looked like. That's our that's our leadership opportunity. Yes. We can lead a thousand different things, but the point at the end of the day, common denominator, man, do people see in me the example of Jesus? And so. Uh, Again, like Jesus wasn't insecure. Jesus mm-hmm. wasn't prideful, like, but he was confident, you know? So I think figuring, figuring that out is a way that's going to help you in everything. And I think I see a lot of students who, who do struggle with insecurity, right? So you're like, okay, I want to lean on my campus. I want to do this thing, you know, and you have those same, uh, hesitations as like Moses did in the beginning of like, Lord, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like people don't, listen to me. I don't have influence or like all the excuses, right? Like, and I love in the scriptures, like basically anytime God calls someone to leadership, they're always like, wait, no, you got the wrong person. (laughs) Uh, And I think there's something really beautiful about that. So I think um, the enemy will try to take you out utilizing your insecurity, you know? Um, And yet if you, if we can be confident in who God has called us to be and what it is that he's asking to do, then the results don't really matter. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, man, I'm just going to be faithful. If, if one kid shows up or 10 kids shows up or my whole school is out, doesn't matter. Like you're just, you're being faithful to what the Lord's asked you to do. I'm confident who God is and what he's done in me. Uh, So then you're not like, just worried about the results all the time. You're not always worried about what people think. You're not, Mm. you know, all those kinds of things. And uh, I think if there's anything that sometimes holds students up, certainly held, held me back was like that insecurity. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Ryan. So God is everywhere. Amen. You know, so Jesus is everywhere. (laughs) Let's, let's go to a, a particular section of life that I think it feels less Jesus E, but I want you to help paint this out for some students because, you know, leading for your youth group, oh, even if no one shows up, like I trust God. Okay, cool. Great. Great, great, great. What about like sports or Mm -hmm. school or 
I want to get into an Ivy League college or I'm Come in on. a college and I want to, you know, be number one. Like, what about just kind of regular life where confidence is it feels like the secret sauce to getting ahead in life. Like you want to be a captain, you got to be confident. You know, you yeah. have to trust your ability to grind it out, et cetera. I don't need to paint yeah. it out. But what would you say to students that are like, I feel like me doing this would make me worse at my sport or yeah. would make me like a worse student almost. Like yeah. I need that edge. What yeah. what now? Do we just got to be sad Christians and follow Jesus? And suck <laughs> <laughs> what we feel like we want to do? Yes, absolutely. No, no, uh, no uh, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, think about like post game interviews, you know, with like incredible athletes, right? You, mm -hmm. you can watch in like five seconds. They won the game, but the guy's like, you know, yeah, I was just on it tonight. Everything was amazing. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I just, all the, all my hard work, all my effort, all my practice have paid off. I, you know, like, and you're like, what? I don't even <laughs> want to listen to this dude. This is dumb, you know, yeah. but you, the, the same post game interview. And it's like, man, our, man, our team was just working this week and, uh, you know, uh, giving credit to other mm -hmm. players. And it, if it wasn't for the rebound, if it wasn't for the defense or whatever sport it is, yeah. right. Like people who are giving away the credit, you're like, man, they understand something. Mm. So they're not downplaying or diminishing their contribution to that success, but they're also going, man, it wasn't, wasn't just me, you know? Yeah. And I think if, as we make space like that, you know, like for other people, that's what I'm talking about is like, you're, you're confident, but you're not arrogant. It's like, yes. it's not all about me. It's not what I can do. It's not what I bring to the table. It's like, no, but I know I have value. And I know that if I combine that value with the people yeah. around me, then together we can do something significant. And I actually think that's way more compelling mm. um, than the kid who's like, yeah, but I, I worked this hard and I got yeah, the grades and I played on this and here's all my extracurriculars. It's like, man, I, I took the value that I could bring to this and combined that with the people around me and together we were able to accomplish something significant. That's a great I think that answer. speaks a lot That's louder. That's a great answer. Thank you. Yeah. So, so Ryan, we love to have kind of like examples for students who are listening of like their peers who have done this before yeah. who have lived this out, uh, this principle really well. Um, who's someone that comes to mind for you and like what, what kind of did they do to grow in this and how did you see that affect their peers and other students and stuff like that? Yeah, man. I, God is so cool because he could take any any student, right? Any kid. Come and on. if you have like an encounter with the Lord, it it doesn't matter. All those kind of excuses come off. God could use anyone. So yep. what my favorite thing is watching like not the people that you would expect to be a leader, you know, that you look at and you're like, oh, they've got all the qualities and characteristics, whatever that looks like, right? Um, but somebody that you literally the Lord just chooses to mm. to use and and transforms their life. And so, man, I think, you know, some of the kids who I know who like share their faith with clarity and boldness are like the last kid you would ever expect to like just on the surface, but the, but the Lord has done something in them. They're trying to figure out what this means. Um, and I could, I could list for you like a number of kids who've like, I just, they don't care anymore what people think about them yeah. because they're confident in who God is and what he's asked them to do. Ooh. That's a game changer. I like, like that. As soon as you stop caring about what people think, like, 
man, the sky, sky is the limit, you know, like as soon as you, as soon as you start choosing faithfulness to the Lord instead of faithfulness to the world, it's like sky's the limit, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I can think of kids like, uh, you know, my friend Lewis who had like, there were no Christian clubs at his school and he was like, not really the kid that you would think is going to like pioneer something like that. But, you know, by the time he graduates high school, he's got literally hundreds of kids showing up weekly and hundreds of kids that have given their lives to the Lord. And, uh, I, I mean, literally my brain is filled with so many different examples of students, but I think the big thing I would want to say is like, it's, it's not the kind of typical definition of leadership because mm. it's, it's not about us. Yes. It's like the Lord can take any of us. And I think that's the point, even going back to Moses is like, yeah, and all, and all of your weakness and all of your insecurity and all the, like this, you, the equation doesn't really add up. Yeah. That's who I'm going to use. Yes. And I love that, that that's how the Lord chooses all of us, right? Like you didn't, I didn't, maybe I'm the only one. I didn't think I would be doing anything like what I'm, I'm doing now. I, especially as a student, like I didn't even know I could be used of the Lord, but, uh, and I don't know why God chose, chooses to use us, but I'm, I'm really grateful that he does, you know? And Mm -hmm. so I think just my encouragement would be like, even if you don't think you have it all, even if you don't have all the components, even if it doesn't seem to make sense, man, when the Lord's calling you to do something, if you can be confident in who he is and what he's called you to, and you stop caring about the opinions of other people, man, there's going to be very little to to stop you. Okay. I have a question, Ryan, as we, as we look to wrap up, what do you think is, if we see it on like a spectrum or a line we've got insecurity kind of the starting place and then you know confidence at the end you were saying oh man i i never thought i would be here doing this whatever what is what do you think is in between so we're talking to students that are feeling insecure feeling like uh i'm glad it worked for you ryan but i just still don't know about me i would never want to be cocky i'm so afraid of stepping into that what do you think for you was part of that journey what was in between insecurity and confidence from finally arriving there yeah uh, well, I'm still trying to arrive there. Yes, so, yes, but, that's but, a good. No, you know, that's I'm good for students to be here confident. too. Yeah, it's like it's a journey. I think it's something that you never arrive, right? So yep. every day, I'm trying to go like, man. I got to be humble, like mm-hmm. grateful for what the Lord has done in me. I couldn't do it on my own, but it, but also. God, God is using us. Mm-hmm. Like he chooses to use us and I don't want to m- diminish that. So I think it is a daily thing. And yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like it's linear, you know, you mm-hmm. started insecure, one side's arrogance, like how do you strike the balance, you know? Uh, but I think just having that mindset of every leadership situation every day, just kind of go like, how do I, how, how can I be both humble uh, you know, an example of Christ. Cause we know all the scriptures, right? Like God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. That's so good. the more I walk in humility, the more I'm going to experience the grace of God. And the more I experience the grace of God, the more confident I'm going to be in who he is and what Come he's on. done. So, so for me, it's like definitely still a journey, something I'm still figuring it out, but, um, man, I'm just trying to practice that daily. And, um, I would say like, and I don't mean for this to be like the cliche Christian answer, but like the reality is like, if we're not grounded in God's word every single day yep. and discovering who, who he is and what that means for our lives, like this is never going to happen. So, <laughs> and even if I achieve the like leadership that I long for, like to what end, you know, like I, we've got to, we've got to be in the word and we've got to fall more deeply in love with Jesus. And as we do, man, just model that for other people. Come I, on. Think, I think the Lord uses that. Dude. 
Thank you so much, Ryan. That was awesome. And we're going to have a lot to break down in the overtime episode, just practically trying to trying to build this out. So Caleb, before I go, I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm going to switch up our typical ending. And Ryan, I'm going to take Uh-oh. what you said and I'm going to apply it. You ready, dude? I'm ready. He looks nervous. Okay. Students, we believe you are called to lead your generation. So do it with confidence and humility. Yep. Hey, yo. <laughs> we'll see you guys on, on the next one. Thanks. Thanks.